0: What's up, girls? All right, we're on day six, works like magic. How did your health day go? I had a couple of you text me or message me and say that you really needed that one. And I think it's so easy for us to take our health for granted, just assume that we should feel good every single day and then we're so shocked when we get sick or when something, you know, bad happens. And it's so funny because last night, um, both my husband and my daughter came to me and said, Oh, I think I might have the flu. They were like having chills and fever, not fever, but just aches kind of. And, um, I had a little bit of a panic attack. (laughs) not a panic attack, but this is one of my triggers is when the kids used to get sick when they were little, I used to flip out, like gloom and doom, freak out. It's an old pattern that I have worked so hard to overcome, but I still have little tastes of it. And last night, Emma said she didn't feel well. She said she was kind of feeling like chilled and feverish. So I, you know, Advil'd her up put her in the bed. And then Scott said he wasn't feeling great. And I just started having that old sinking, you know, yucky feeling like, oh my God, everybody's getting sick. And now I'm going to get it. And I just had surgery. And now how am I going to deal with all this and take care of all these people. and I don't even have a hand that works and blah, blah, blah. And then, so here's what I did. I, first of all, I started just checking myself and saying, okay, is this really true? Like, I don't even know if they have the flu. They could just not be feeling good. They could just be having a cold, whatever. By the way, we have this wonderful doctor that we can call and get an appointment with in the morning that they can go get tested, which they did, by the way. Neither one of them have it. <laughs> so, you know, there went a whole night of worry. Um, and then I i don't know if any of you have ever heard of EFT tapping, but i was really spiraling a little bit and plus i just got i mean it hadn't even been, today it's been a week since i had surgery so i'm just coming off of all that and starting to feel better and then i was like how am i going to take care of a house full of sick people like that was the first thing that i thought of instead of oh they're going to be fine so i did tapping and i just started tapping all over and if you want any kind of instructions on that, I can help you with that because it has really, it's such a great way to um, regulate your nervous system when you're freaking out a little bit, when you have a trigger that makes you feel worried or stressed or anxiety ridden, and um, so I did tapping, and by the end of the night they were both feeling better. I still made an appointment today. They both went in. They got tested. Neither one of them had COVID. Neither one of them had the flu, but they're taking that whatever it's called (laughs) and, um, just keeping them hydrated and ibuprofen and, you know, I mean, Scott worked all day today. So, you know, it's just called trying to see the good, trying to see what I've have to be grateful for. So this morning when I did my 10 blessings, I was like, I'm so happy and grateful that we have a wonderful doctor that I can get into easily, who can test them quickly and tell me what to do immediately. Not like when they were all babies and I had to go schlep them all down to the doctor and sit in the waiting room with three sick kids or kids that weren't sick, but they were going to get sick because they're around other kids who were sick because you had to go in the sick room, you know, the whole thing. Um, So through the years, I've just gotten so lucky that I have discovered this wonderful doctor that we can go to at the drop of a hat. So that was all in my gratitude this morning. And it just made me focus on what I do have and what I can control. And it was awesome. So anyway, I just thought that was so profound that on the day of health, that happened. (laughs) But that's okay. That's okay. This is just life and this is, we have to live life and our life is our greatest assignment of things to challenge us and make us better. So I loved that that happened to me last night. So anyway, Um, also I started watching the show, Julia, have anyone, y'all, what a delicious dream. That is the cutest show It's Nigel from Fraser. It's BB Newworth from Fraser. I don't know who plays Julia Child, but she is brilliant, and it is such a sweet, uplifting. I I only want to watch shows that are in like the eighteen hundreds or like nineteen (laughs) sixty, like Mad Men. I'll give you my list. I love um, The Gilded Age. I love The Buccaneers. Those are both in the 1800s. And then this is because I've been watching a lot of TV lately because of all my injuries and stuff and COVID and all that. And then lately, I've been watching Lessons in Chemistry. Amazing. Very similar to this show, Julia. Those are both in the early 1960s. Mad Men, obviously, like the best. There's something about just... I swear I'll get to the book. But anyway, there's just something about that those time periods that just make me feel like like, uh, Downton Abbey. It just makes you feel like so civilized and makes you want to go put on some lipstick and bake a quiche and just, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it that I just love. Maybe I was born in the wrong time. Absolutely not. Because I love not wearing makeup and wearing my yoga pants (laughs) all day long. Anyway, all right, let's, get, let's crack on to the book because I could just talk all day about this stuff. All right, this one's called Works Like Magic. I really love this one. It's easy and it's quick. So basically, how could it be that a person who's born into total poverty starts out with nothing and has very little education, goes on to become a president or a celebrity or builds an empire and becomes one of the wealthiest people in the world? And how is it that two people can start out in the same career, and yet one person's career goes from success to even greater success, while the other person works himself or herself into the ground with little success, no matter how hard they try? The missing link to success is gratitude, because according to the law of attraction, you have to be grateful for what you have to attract success to you, not sex. Well, maybe if you want sex. So without gratitude, it's impossible to have permanent success. When you're grateful for your job, you will automatically give more to your work. And when you give more to your work, you will increase the money and success that is returned to you. If you are not grateful for your job, you will automatically give less. Okay, let me just tell you this quick story. When I first became a realtor and I had little bitty kids at home, I used to have to go do open houses. And I hated them. I hated them. I hated the fact that it took me away from my kids. I hated the fact that I had to go sit at a house for two hours and then prep for it before and prep after and follow up. I hated everything about it. And it was a perpetual um, just disdain for that part of the job. And then So they always sucked. I would go to them and I would talk to people and I'd be like, ugh, they don't want to buy this house. Why am I even here? And then a few years ago, um, I started doing more open houses for Scott and for our business. And one of these houses, we weren't even listing. Another realtor was listing it, but I just loved this house so much. We had done the remodel and I wanted to go and just talk about it. And I got so excited And I baked cookies, and I had the fresh cookies out, and it smelled like cookies. And I just, I kind of romanticized it. Like, I just made it fun. And I put on a cute outfit, and everyone who came in, I talked to them, and I just, and I didn't even talk about the house so much. I just talked, hey, how's it going? What are y'all looking for? Oh, really? You live where? Oh, that's awesome. And I just, like, became inquisitive. And it became fun. And then people would come in, and they would meet me. And then they would call me a few weeks or months later and say, Hey, we really liked you. We met you at an open house. Do you want to list our house? And this became how I started really generating my clients because I would meet them in an open house and it just turned everything around for me. It made me really realize that what you put into anything is what you're going to get back more of. So when I was putting in all this, ugh, I hate it. It sucks. People suck. You know, the bottom line is if people are at an open house, they're ready to buy a house. They're not just going to an out. Now there's this one couple in Lakewood that goes to all my open houses and they just walk in and they eat. Oh, well, they, they say they can't eat my food because they're (laughs) gluten-free, of course, (laughs) whatever. But then they, They are at almost every single open house that I have. It is so crazy. And I'm like, oh, you're back. And I think they just, it's like they're an older couple, and I think they just do it on a Sunday. It's like their thing. So you get to know those people too. But for the most part, people who go to open houses are ready to buy a house. So they are like hot leads. I mean, it's crazy that I used to just poo-poo it and be like, meh. Now I love open houses. Like I have so much fun. I had a, I, a house that we did last year, Scott and I, I had a, a a Kona ice cream truck. I mean, a Kona ice truck come in the dead of summer. It was awesome. I did that again this year for another one. Um, I just, I have so much fun, like coming up with themes. Like in the fall, I did like a state fair theme and I did state fair food and, or I did like little, uh, it's just fun. I just make it fun, and then people come in and they get that energy, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I'll use her to sell my house." You know, you just never know. Anyway, um, this is another part that I really liked. You control the amount you receive by the amount of gratitude you give. Again, same thing she's saying about everything. Now, some of us don't work, right? We're a stay-at-home mom, and I like that she speaks to this. If you're a parent and your work is taking care of your children and managing your home, which God knows is a full-time job, look for the things to be grateful for at this time in your life. It is often a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And when you can be grateful for this time, you'll attract more support, more help, more beautiful moments, and more happiness to experience. This is another thing that I'm wanting to do this year. And I kind of started doing it last year a little bit. I read that book, um, Calm Christmas, but also there's the Hoogly way of life. You know how the Danish people, they they just romanticize everything and everything is very simple and um, intentional. And so I've been trying really hard to be in the moment, be present. So like even when I make a cup of coffee, I just kind of make a moment out of it. Like, oh, slow down. Get my favorite cup. Get my favorite coffee. Where's my favorite sugar-free Hazelnut coffee mate, put that in it, whisk it up, make it real frothy. Like just make it kind of like a moment instead of just whizzing through your day and not remember anything that happens to you. So I think when you get more present in your moment, that's what she's talking about. It doesn't have to be work so much, but it it can be just your life. Okay, so here we go. 12 minutes in, and I haven't even gotten to what to do. Sorry. Today, imagine that you have an invisible manager whose job it is to keep a record of the thoughts and feelings you have about your job. Imagine that the manager will follow you wherever you go today, poised with a pen and notebook in hand. Every time you find something about your job to be grateful for, your manager will make a note of it. Your job is to find as many things as you can to be grateful for. So at the end of the day, your manager has a long list of all your gratitude the longer the list is the more magic your invisible manager can bring to your money, work, success, opportunities, enjoyment and fulfillment. I love it. So, that's what you're going to do. You're going to go around all day. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're going to think about all the things you have to be grateful for. And I was very bad about this um you know, when the kids were really little, I would think about what was going wrong or what was worried about or running late or instead of being like, God, I am so lucky that I get to be at home with them and that I don't have to ship them off to daycare if I don't want to. And I get to be the one who picks them up from school and makes them a snack and listens to everything about their day. So I think when we just kind of focus on what we love and what we are appreciative of and what we want more of, then you get more of that. All right, so here's what you're going to do. Magical practice number six. Number one, you're going to write down your 10 things, your blessings, and say thank you, thank you, thank you for each one of them. How's that going, by the way? And then number two, while you're at work or at home today, imagine you have an invisible manager following you around, taking notes every time you find something to be grateful for. Your job today is to look for as many things as you can to be grateful for. Number three, have your manager make a note each time you find something you're grateful for by saying, "I'm so grateful for blank," and feel as grateful as you can. Yeah, um, like today, I'll tell you this. Number, then number four, hold your booger rock and you know go to sleep. Um, I went today because one of my clients is moving into her house and. This was a crazy whirlwind of a project. We found the house. She loved it, but it had a million things wrong with it. So Scott went in in less than a week and fixed almost everything, but it's kind of a mess over there. So anyway, we went over there just to see how everything was going and it's it's chaotic, it's crazy. But I thought to myself, I used to sit in a cubicle and have to shuffle papers around for eight hours a day with a 30-minute lunch break that was like, had bells on either side of it. And that's how I knew I had to be back at my desk. It was like prison. And I thought, do you know what I would have given to have this be my job? Like not only did I make a great commission a week ago while I was in surgery and I didn't even have to be there to make that money, but then I get to go over and actually talk to people and hug their necks and say, everything's going to be great. And we've got you. And it's just like, I'm so grateful for that. So that is going on my management list. Anyway, let me know how things are going. I want to hear about your health. I want to hear about everything. So DM me and sorry, this was so long. I just couldn't help myself. So (laughs) see y'all tomorrow.